Hello, sweet ones, and welcome to the Soul Medicine Podcast. I am your host, Liz Nerland, and I have created this space to nourish you with guided meditations, to support your healing journey with Reiki practices, and to inspire, lead, and teach developing healers and intuitives. I invite you now to breathe deeply, to open your mind, to expand your heart space, and to call your soul to rise to the surface as you settle in to receive these offerings. Let's get started. Hello, hello, sweet ones. Today I want to lead you through a few different breath variations that will support you in calming the nervous system. So these are the kind of breaths that you'll want to do if you're trying to settle anxiety, if you're trying to move from a state of um, stimulation, activation, fight, flight, down into a state of rest, renewal, creativity, connection. So one of the general rules of thumb here is that you want the exhales to be longer than the inhales. Every time that you lengthen the exhale in relation to the inhale, you are sending a message to the brain that it is safe to come down, to relax, uh, to be in your body, and to enter that state of renewal and healing. Now, the first breath that I'll take you in is something called the physiological sigh. And it was Dr. Andrew Huberman of Stanford Med School that I learned this from. And the physiological sigh is simply a double inhale followed by a long, slow exhale. So this is something that we naturally do multiple times uh, throughout our day. But it's also something that we can harness to consciously bring a state of relaxation. So it is just breathing in, sipping in a bit more, long, slow exhale. So the inhales through the nose, exhale either nose or mouth. And as you breathe out, You might even imagine the jaw softening, the shoulders softening, the body relaxing. So it's always more beneficial if you bring your attention into your body and also bring your body into a state of relaxation by consciously unfurrowing the brow, releasing the jaw, softening the belly, opening the chest. Now, the second one is a breath technique that I learned from Max Strom, who is an amazing yoga teacher, and he simply calls it the 478 breath. So it's an inhale for the count of four, holding the breath in for the count of seven, and exhaling the breath for a count of eight. Now, if you are really suffering anxiety, you might find it nearly impossible to hold the breath in, especially for the count of seven. If that is the case for you, then you can just shorten that or even drop it. I have heard other people teach it just as a double exhale to the inhale. So it might just be a 4-8 breath count or a 3-6 breath count. You can always modify it. Just keep the exhale the longest piece, ideally, about double the inhale. So I'll walk you through this breath. 
So let's join our breath. Breathe out. Breathing in. Two, three, four. Hold. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Exhale. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Breathing in. Two, three, four. Hold. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Exhale. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Breathing in. Two, three, four. Hold. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Exhale. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, and eight. Breathe in and out. (sighs) So that four, seven, eight is personally my favorite breath count to do if I am having trouble falling asleep at night. I have had other breathwork practitioners suggest that holding the breath, that seven second breath retention is activating for the nervous system and therefore should be uh, eliminated. However, in my personal experience, this always works better with the breath retention. So I would encourage you to try on both and to choose what works best for you. If you really don't like the breath retention or you find that it's too uplifting, energizing, activating, then just drop it or shorten it. And the final breath that I want to lead you through is called Brahmari breathing. And this translates to the bumblebee breath. And this is a very common technique that you will hear in different yoga classes. Very simple. You're going to breathe in, fill up the lungs. When you breathe in, try to breathe into the base of the lungs. So actually breathe in a way that brings movement to the low ribs, to the side ribs. And then your exhale is simply a hum. And again, breathing in. Again, breathing in. And to take the experience of that Brahmari breath to the next level, you may even block the ears with the fingertips, close the eyes, lift the internal gaze towards the third eye space, and just touch the tongue to the top of the mouth. Mm-hmm. 
Now, one of the things I love about this Brahmari breathing is that you are getting the benefit of that lengthened exhale. So anytime that you are singing or humming, you're naturally going to be lengthening the exhale. From a nervous system standpoint, that will send that message to the brain. So there's a nerve that runs from the lungs to the brain. And as the exhales lengthen, you are consciously sending this message that you are safe and that it is time to rest and relax and to switch into a physiology of renewal. But even more so, as you start adding sound, sound is my favorite access point to create shift in emotion, to create shift in internal state. And there have been a number of studies done that have showed that for people with anxiety, this humming breath can really profoundly decrease anxiety. You are tapping into your body's own inner pharmacy and creating your own anti-anxiety medication in exactly the right dose, in exactly the right timing for you by simply that humming exhale. I have used this before when I have been preparing for uh, public presentations or things that I'm really nervous for, and it can be just done very quietly. In a typical room, there's enough noise that you can silently, uh, very quietly hum without anyone noticing. So I would just breathe in and just very quietly. And I'll get the same benefit that I would if I was doing it a little bit more loudly. So the reason I share these with you is your breath is always with you and it is such a potent, powerful tool that you can use to shift your state, to shift your physiology, to consciously choose to enter into a space of rest, of healing, of creativity. Play with these what you will find is that the more you practice these breathing techniques, the more benefit you will experience. What is ideal is for you to have a practice set up in your day. Maybe there's a certain time of day or maybe there are even internal cues like when you start, you know, maybe feeling that impulse to bite your nails or if you've got any sort of nervous habits that you engage in, using that as a cue to actually try on a different breathing technique and see if that will help to soften the edges of your nervousness and transform or transmute that habit into something empowering. And the more that you practice it, the more quickly and accessible it will be for you when you need it. So what I'm trying to say is that if you practice these on a regular basis, then they will be really beneficial for you in those intense moments when you really need it. So it's the same sort of idea of if you go to a gym every day and you're lifting five pounds and then eventually you lift 10 pounds and 15 and you just slowly up the weight every day, then there comes a day where you actually have to lift a 50 pound box and you're able to do it because bit by bit, you increased your capacity, increased the neuromuscular connection, you practice so you were able to lift that 50 pound box. Unfortunately, what a lot of us try to do is we forget our tools, we forget our practice, and then all of a sudden the day comes where we are under a lot of pressure, where we have to 
lift that metaphorical box and we haven't practiced. So then you might think, oh, these tools aren't working for me. Uh, It's not that the tools don't work. It's that you haven't worked the tools. So these are life habits. These are practices that are always with you. And I would encourage you to use them on a regular basis to really tap into their magic. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I would love to hear how these work for you. You can always find me over on Instagram. My handle is at Liz Norland. I would love to connect with you and keep this conversation going. So much love to you.